totally independent music festival. Do the right thing and buy your tickets in advance. For the love of God. Now, enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the Snug Presents Elu Legras. My name is Richard Loftus. I'm Lavin. Uh, in this series, we will explore the music and arts festival Elu Legras as it goes into its third year. Today, we are joined by Emmett Kerrigan, also known as Kegs, um, Butcher, Builder, and DJ, and um, Dara O'Connor, um, Bard, DJ, creative producer, also known as uh, Fluid Druid. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. How are you keeping? Very good, no? Mighty. Mighty. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is episode two of the Snow Presents. Yes, it is. And we've a kind of a different lighting feature today. Yeah, it's like uh, little green dots all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) And the aliens have landed. Yeah. This is kind of of the stuff that you mainly do in your kind of live feeds and stuff, Dara, is it? Pretty much, yeah. We we like to bring the, the lights and the vibes wherever we go. Yeah, yeah. In so the car? In the car, always, <laughs> yeah. just in case. He doesn't yeah. leave home without it. Really, that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's a lot it, of batteries. Have huh? a go bag. Yeah. It's like, what? There's a party? There's something going yeah. on? It's a podcast? Ah, we'll bring it anyway. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's actually a good way to do it, actually, yeah. So, Dara, or Emmett, we'll start with you first. Um, so, as a, a butcher, you're a brewer. So, you're kind of the co-owner of All About Kombucha, is that correct? Yeah, so All About Kombucha, it's a kombucha company based in Galway. We've been brewing kombucha now for about five years. Um, that's taken us from the back of my house uh, in the little shed, uh, putting the little scoby and the sugar and tea together and brewing that, figuring it out to a six and a half thousand square foot warehouse on the oh. outskirts of Clare Galway now. And oh, nice. So now, do you have to have like just like stacks and stacks of scobies waiting to go or how does that work? Yeah, it's a little bit uh, more complicated now when you're doing commercial brewing, but we'd have, you know, like thousand liter batches. So we'd have, yeah. you know, maybe five batches coming through each week. So we're doing, you know, about 5,000 liters a week at the yeah. moment. And, you know, we're, we're canning that up, which is a recent thing that we got into. So we we're in bottles for a long time and now we're gone into cans. But um, yeah, it's been an absolute... Uh, mad journey and what is a scoby just because if people don't know when they're listening here a scoby is a hard person from limerick <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but uh, a scoby is uh, an acronym for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast so that's what the kombucha is con- made up of so yes. it's the bacteria and yeast interacting with each other making sugars making alcohol and that alcohol is converted into acid and that's what you get this nice twang from drinking kombucha so it has like a beneficial stuff uh, for your gut in it like like the, the act of uh, bacteria and yeast in it is beneficial for your your i suppose your digestive system yeah and how why did you go with kombucha yeah uh, well i was i went to canada with a friend of mine who's my co-partner in the business keith uh, when we were 21, 22, and uh, we had like a little landscape construction business over there called Emerald Services BC, where we were kind of 
really into business and scheming from a very early age <laughs> scheming so <laughs> it's a good scheme we, we were uh, building fences and decks for rich people in vancouver and we we're absolute cowboys two irish boys with the van and a couple of tools and just uh, a lot of youtube uh, tutorials and while we were doing that we were going into the health food stores getting our lunch and stuff here and there it's just you know vancouver is like yoga pants and kombucha <laughs> yeah and we'd seen this fridge and it was dedicated to the single product kombucha and we we're like wow geez this isn't happening at home at all that there's a fridge dedicated to this product and like i come from a retail background my parents used to own a super value so i was like this is kind of phenomenal that there's a full fridge dedicated to a single cold beverage so um, after we came back from Canada, we couldn't stay there long because we were just uh, scheming a lot yeah, and not, yeah. not adding <laughs> much to the actual country. Um, we're, we said, OK, this is business number two. Let's give this a go because I reckon there might be a fridge for kombucha in Ireland someday. And yeah, we're five years on and yeah, we're probably one of the most well-known kombucha companies in Ireland. We're not the biggest yet, but, you know, we're on, we're on the way. So it's uh the plan is paying off so far that's yeah. fantastic yeah you're great. award-winning and all that kind of job now aren't you yeah it's sure every company's award-winning <laughs> <laughs> you're always paying for some sort of table to win an award but uh yeah we're award-winning we got a uh, we won best uh drink like soft drink of the year last year 2022 and we've done mad collaborations with like restaurants and different food people around ireland so yeah we're the brand is fairly well known and uh we're going to be launching in musgrave soon so okay every super value and center in ireland will be having our cans in it so that's great Perfect. yeah we're about to how many different off. like flavors do you have we have uh four core flavors okay raspberry blueberry turmeric and ginger and lemon okay and then we do loads of limited editions as well with like you know we just did a collaboration with kai we worked with jess murphy to do like elderflower and black uh blackberry all kind of locally sourced and fermented and we we're selling them in kai and Galway, so that was like a real good collaboration for us do you have any like do you, do you give them different names um the or, you just, like, or you just tell or just say like all about kombucha and then like the flavor yeah mostly just the flavor and stuff okay yeah. so it's not like like beer how it would be like you know like your mother's piss or something you know like because all beers have all these different kinds of names yeah we're not as creative wow. in the computer <laughs> i was the first thing that came to my head i know I was, no, that's the first thing oh, that came yeah. shower beer that's a beer i've heard of before <laughs> yeah. that's a nice beer i might start doing that now my father's piss <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> good for the gut i always thought a good name i always thought a good name for kombucha would be hippie vinegar it's yeah like, there you go that's buddy. what it is though <laughs> so just kind of to circle it around then so you're bringing the booch bar then to the festival to Elu Le Gras. So how did you get involved with the lads? You said before that you were you knew them from back in the day when you were setting up like parties and fundraisers and stuff like that. Is that right? Yeah, we got involved with the guys. We knew them. They were kind of a little bit older than us, and uh, they were friends with my brother. But um, I'd seen that they were doing really good things with this. Uh, they were called passion parties. So it was um, raising money for is charity. Is that in Irish, through. is it? Passion, is it? Yeah, just like passion. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like we went to one of their parties. Um, I think it was like, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe like four or five years ago. And I was just like, wow, the vibes of these parties, like they're very good. Like, so I was like, who's organized this? And I found out the organizers like, lads, I want to get involved in this. You know, I haven't been like doing much about like organizing parties and stuff. But like I knew there was something good here. 
and uh, that was when we started kicking off so it was like uh, all the kind of Ailey Degraw core members were part of that so that was when we started kind of collaborating on parties and then like the boys were like Em is he's up for it you know he's up for doing work and you know getting things going so we did a few raves post-covid we were called ground zero uh they were more camp outs like so they're like paid events you go out you camp we'd have food we'd have kombucha on tap we'd have like djs playing all night and uh then that was when i like kind of was hearing murmurs about ailey legraw one and uh th- i was like oh I'm, i definitely want to get involved help out and i'd love to get like the, the brand in as well and yeah. So for the first one, I d- we did um, had the booch bar there doing kombucha on tap, and we did like food and stuff as well. So um, yeah, it was class to bring you know what I'm passionate about, bring it into a festival that's very much about passion, and you know it was it was unbelievable to collaborate with the lads, and yeah, we've just been kind of scheming and working together ever since, and uh, yeah, I've been a big part of the build for year two um so myself and tommy were like very central in the build for a year two and you know we, were, we started working on that um kind of in may of 2022 you know getting ready for the festival building props and building installations and stuff and yeah it was a mammoth uh experience it was a lot of hard work but yeah i can imagine know, the magic Sounds that like was it. there was um yeah you know it's unbelievable when you you dedicate so much time and effort to putting something together but it's like that's one thing that um i talk about it's like you know i spent 10 years working in business and i was like making money is easy making magic is <laughs> difficult and it but it's the way more rewarding than making money yeah yeah you know? and that's why where you met dara yeah so myself and dara and all the guys we all met at uh, uh the last day little girl so number two so uh dara your kind of background is kind of like you started off with kind of performance poetry would that be correct to say that's absolutely right yeah, yeah. i did my research don't worry yeah I, I'm, I'm very <laughs> impressed with you actually wow yeah uh, for sure yeah i i started off doing performance poetry years ago and uh, you know always always had a grah for the tunes you know and I'd, I'd dj'd when i was younger and then i was living in vietnam and got into the swing of djing and doing events and everything but then i started performing music and I decided to kind of combine the two of them yeah and I branched off into live electronic music then and did the, um, the branching off to live electronic music did that start and were you, you were in Hanoi were you that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so living in Hanoi and uh, what I found was that Hanoi had this very lush underground scene and it was kind of it was kind of like the the wild east where you know anyone with an idea could just run with it okay that's cool and I had some really cool opportunities over there and just fell in love with it and realized, wait, this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. And got a chance to kind of hone that craft a little bit, find, you know, what my what my sound was, what my style was. At the same time, I was running these open format, uh, basically open mics, where I was also encouraging everyone else to get involved with whatever their creative thing is. And just really enjoying the, the co-creation magic that comes out of that. So having found that sense of what it is I like to do and how to go about it, then I was moving back to Ireland and thinking, okay, so I've been lucky enough to have the sense of an underground in Hanoi for a few years and I know I want to be doing now, but I wonder 
what's going on in Galway because I've been out of the loop for so long. I didn't. Are you from know, Galway? Are you? I am indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm from Galway, but even before Vietnam, I'd been living in Spain for a few years and kind of been traveling around. So I was quite disconnected from what had been going on in the town for years. So I had no idea about any of this. All the stuff that Kegs was talking about there about these, you know, these parties and raves and all these gatherings. That was that was all off my radar at yeah, the time. Yeah. So moving back, I honestly had no idea even if there was a scene. I kind of came back here with the intention of either finding the scene or if there wasn't one, starting it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Right. And it has to start somewhere. And I, it was just in the weeks before ELU that I heard about it for the very first time. Yeah. And it was just before I moved back. And like it was, you know, the, the, ser- the serendipity of the great algorithm just threw out a post uh, from one of the one of the the people facilitating workshops, and she was talking about you know this upcoming festival in County Galway called Alu Lagra. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds interesting. You know, maybe this might be a place for me to you know showcase what I've got or to get involved or to do things. And then I looked into it, and I could immediately see from the website and from their socials like, exactly what their vibe was and the the whole ethos behind it. It just resonated really hard. So I wrote an email about this long um, into just in, in through the, the contact page on the website explaining what it is I wanted to do and that I was eager to help out and the, the guys were so receptive you know and that's kind of what had me hooked right from the start Yeah, was that I, I got a sense that they were very much of the mindset of like well if you if you have a thing that you would like to contribute and to be a part of this in some way then we will do whatever we can to help facilitate that and everybody benefits massively from that mm. then as a result. Yeah, that's what Tommy said last week, actually, didn't it? That, that that's what he enjoys about, you know, providing this platform for people and whatever kind of creativity that they want to showcase, you know. It's a, it's amazing. Like as 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 an artist or as an as an just as a, as, a, as a person who wants to be a part of these things, like to have these opportunities, it opens up doors that you could only really dream of otherwise. Yeah. What you call it? So Psychic Gaelic? Yes. Was that post Eilu Gra too? That was born at Eilu, pretty much. Because I had been doing the... I'd been... I'd, I, you know, I was I'd finding my way with the live electronic. And I moved back home and I had a few tunes that I was ready to do. I mean, the, the main thing I was doing at the last Eilu was this open mic showcase thing that I mentioned, which I mm-hmm. call Away With The Fae. So that was the main thing that I was doing, but there was also space for me to do a few of my own tunes. And it was literally the week of Alu. Like, I'm talking, you know, days beforehand. I'm out walking the dog, and you know the way sometimes inspiration just hits, and you download an idea, or a song, or yeah. a painting, or whatever it of is. Course. And I'm like, whoa! And that was the start for me of Psychogaelic, which was bringing in... You know, what I know about the live electronic side and the, you know, these underground sounds that I'm obsessed with, but also now incorporating in parts of Irish mythology and the Cúpla Fóckel, because, you know, I, I, I discovered this new gra for, for Anguelga. Like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the Diplomas of Gaelga in the university oh, wow. now. Yeah, oh, I'm loving yeah. it. So Psychogaelic was bringing in all of those yeah. aspects together. So I got to do a, a, a few tunes of that at Elu. 
and I've been developing that into a full show since. And then you, you performed that then at the Smock Alley Theatre for Seen and Heard Festival, is that right? Richie, you're incredibly well informed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, uh, I, off the back I of do all the research and I give it to <laughs> <Yeah. email. laughs> it's all. It's all loud. <laughs> yeah. it's, a team, it's a team effort. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, I, I mean, what, like, and, and that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, why, why Ilu was such a, an important opportunity was it, it, was, it was the catalyst for all of that. Yeah. And, and yeah. really the momentum from that then meant that I was able to, you know, take what I'd started there and I got involved with the uh, the Burning Man communities here and in, in Spain also and I was performing it for them over there and then uh, Quiva Connolly who's one of the uh, one of the directors of the Seen and Heard festival in Dublin she she brought me on to to basically produce an entire show around this concept up in Smock Alley there in February oh so you hadn't you hadn't formulated the, the full show in your head before she contacted you I, I mean I had a couple of songs for it and it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you go you go for it you get the application in and then it's like oh I've been accepted yeah. I guess I better I better go do the thing now yeah, yeah. You know? this is the <laughs> mythology in her latest stop is it we were talking about exactly is there any particular like area like as far as like more modern like Yeats kind of fairy and folk tales the Irish peasantry stuff or is it kind of like older stuff that you'd be kind of using and focusing on both both, okay. actually both of exactly what you just said there okay. like say I've, I've, I've got songs that are like you know one of them's about like you know bog spirits yeah and yeah. you know the different things that you find out there in the marshes and you know the demons in your mind and all that but then I have another I have another kind of a rap ballad about Ireland's original you know gangster hero Fionn McCool yeah and I you know kind of going going on that side of it so yeah I'm just enjoying the 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 exploration of kind of taking these stories and viewing them through a more contemporary lens yeah and uh, w- w- with the sounds and everything that I'm putting with it you got the Fojin Mara in there Shanae yeah fuck yeah that's the best one <laughs> what is that the Fojin Mara Fojin Mara that's when you the stray is it the stray sod is that what it is the stray sod it's when you when you're going home from the pub or anywhere but at night time <laughs> and a thick fog comes over and this is how I know it anyway and you can't find your way out of this fog at all. Uh, so it's like and so you're just you're in there in this fog and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And you're in there forever until you turn, you take your coat off, turn it inside out and you're able to get out of it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my buddy Cody was saying, um, sure, it's probably just what fucking Oldfield has told their wives going home. Like, <laughs> the reason why they're home so late, like, they were in the Fuji Mara, you know. <laughs> but I, I, that's one of my favourite things, the yeah. Fuji Mara. I love it. That's what? one of them and the, the, old, the, old, the old Will of the Wisp. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so many of them like across the country and in different countries and stuff like that. Like, that's the thing. Like we're so like we we we've we've got such a rich history and like a, a like a, f- a folklore of all of these stories and tales that I think people are ha- seem to, seem to have a, a renewed interest in at the moment. Mm. There's yeah. this wonderful awakening going on across the country where we're reconnecting with you know the tales of our land and even reconnecting with the land itself. So it's a wonderful thing to tap into. Yeah. So that's actually. It kind of ties in with um, all of kombucha as well because you're very much um, <laughs> you're kind of involved with kind of conservation as well through your home tree charity kind of stuff as well yeah uh, well i'm sure the principles of that kind of match with elu legras as well because you're all about you know um you know leave no trace and kind of contributing to like you know eco-friendly kind of yeah the, definitely the the two kind of groups like match very like they're very similar in terms of like the ethos as well i suppose we're all coming from that kind of same background of burning man you know 
Tommy was originally one of the and Dave they're originally one of the the lads that were encouraging me to go to Burning Man back in 2017 so I went with them and you know some of the principles of Burning Man would be leave no trace so there is a, a, a kind of a flavor of Burning Man both in All About Kombucha and in um, Ailey Le Gras. So that's kind of like where it all matches uh, like nicely together. And, you know, part of All About Kombucha is like we're 1% for the planet. So we're giving, you know, 1% of our revenue each year back to these charities that are, you know, supporting ecology and stuff like that. Like, yeah. like the Home Tree Charity down here in the Burn. They're so lads. Yeah, Matt yeah. and uh, really? Mitch. They're good guys. Like Rio so. Fulu. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're um yeah, so that was just like part of it when I was like bringing the business to life. I was like, Okay, son, let's try and give back true business. I was like, let's try and do good business. Like it's hard at times, you know, oh, uh, imagine, to do yeah. that. But um yeah. you know, to have that as like an idea and then to be at the, the, the top of that business is to like to keep implementing it, you know, it's good because there's so many businesses out there that are just, you know, not trying to do anything, like, you know, you're obviously going to cause some damage when you're doing business, yeah, yeah. but it's it's good to have an essence of goodness, you know, within oh, your I business. I think so. It'll help you sleep at night as well because there's no point making the money while you know the world burns, like you know. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's burning pretty quickly, so yeah, we yeah. better keep working, like yeah, yeah. Um, so you met at Elu Le Gras number two, and um, yes. out of that, there was kind of a genesis of a different project that you're both involved in pronounce it because i got it wrong yalog yalog right so what is that then yalog is galway backwards so yalog is a dj producer collective that we kind of formulated after elu there was you know a good group of guys around that were you know kept in close contact after elu de Gras. they were you know everybody's full of beans after the festival because the platform that the lads have provided for us to all showcase our building skills or playing skills like every everybody was just like you know very amped up after the festival and we needed to you know to channel this energy in some direction so we decided to, to form this collective and uh yeah we've been doing that since um since october we're coming up on our eighth gig this saturday uh doing gigs in the tiebreak doing we're planning doing some camp outs and other bits and bobs and uh getting teaching people how to dj through like doing these mixed meetups as well um so the response on that has been tremendous and there's a flavor of Ailey de Gras in the yala collective as well so it's all synergistic in terms of like we're bringing djs we're giving them opportunity and then these djs eventually should be playing at Ailey de Gras. like that's kind of the essence of what what will be happening so the Yala collective is doing like the monthly parties whereas like the lads are focusing on like bringing this huge project together every year and you know we're we're supporting by nourishing the community in Galway so you know if you want to if you like Ailey Le Gras you're going to like the Yala yeah, parties because yeah, yeah. they're they're one of the same you know so the community has grown year on year with Ailey Le Gras so this is the first kind of baby um so for sure there's probably going to be something next year then as well additional to that so um what are you planning to bring yourselves this year to Ailey Le Gras uh yeah well there's, there's a few things going on I guess yeah couple off, cans off the back <laughs> 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 to start yeah, yeah there's sure. there, there's a uh, well that's well that, that that's the thing you know I think like it like the whole like it's it's it feels exponential 
the energy and the momentum that comes from these things you know where really like the more the more you're putting into it the more you're getting out of it you know and i guess as we, we were kind of already saying like it, it is such a community driven project that you can't help but feel like everyone is all in it together and you really want to be you know brainstorming together doing the hard graft and seeing the results of that getting to really kind of just enjoy the whole process of it so some of the things that we that we kind of i mean for, from my from my side anyways in terms of being able to now provide and deliver at, at this year's alu so i'll be doing away with the fay again which is an open mic where everyone is encouraged to get involved with whatever their thing is you know if you want to get up and read a poem great you want to go up and sing a few tunes mighty you want to bring up this big didgeridoo and get someone with you know guitar and effects pedals and make a soundscape cool you know it's, it's to have everyone who's in attendance at the festival feel like they're also a part of it that there's no gatekeeping there's no yeah. sense of like oh the, the stage is only for the, the lucky chosen few it's the artists the artists right it's like no everyone's an artist you know so yeah. so let's 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 facilitate a, a, a space where people feel safe and comfortable enough to get that out there so that's one big part of it i'll i'll be also be performing psychogaelic the show that was developed for oh, cool. seen and heard so there's a nice sense that that's now coming full circle because it was an idea that was kind of born at the last ALU and now I've developed it into a full live electronic show that I'll be bringing back to ALU again so that'll be that'll be special and then also for those who perhaps want to reconnect with themselves and have a bit of a stretch we're going to be launching something I call deep house yoga which uh, are two things that go very well together and That'll be a chance for people to uh, enjoy a vinyasa yoga class set to the lovely tones of a deep house set on the Saturday afternoon. It's on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> not too early. <laughs> not too early. Not too early. But not too late also. You know, because you, yeah. know you know yourself when you're, when you're, you know, you're, 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 you're sleeping on the ground, you're going three days straight. It's nice to actually give your stretch. body that break, have a bit of a stretch and you can go a lot longer then. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> and then uh, cakes for yourself. It, uh, the Booch Bar is coming back, is it? Yeah, yeah. The All About Kombucha will be there in some capacity. We're just kind of figuring that out because yeah. we're very busy at the moment. The contracts and everything coming in. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing something with Yawlog. We might be doing the mix, uh, like a little mix tutorial. Um, maybe on the Saturday morning, we're teaching people how to use the decks and stuff like that. So we might have like five decks set up and the Yawlog uh committee will be there and you know helping people teaching people how to dj that might be like an hour Um, myself and dara will be playing at some stage as well in terms of like you know djing Um, i'm also like heading up the wellness area as well like in terms of doing like hot tubs and sauna at it this year as well so that's like a side project that i was just interested in doing and pursuing um, and then obviously the build as well like so i'm going to be like core member of the build team doing stage design doing all the building doing all the functionality of getting it up and running we'll be we'll be the guys sweating for a week beforehand so when you say a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work yeah well done Uh, it's worth it yeah Yeah. i'm used to the hard work um so you're heading up the the wellness and stuff like that so how do you you plan for something like that if you're going to do hot tubs and stuff like that there's a lot of logistics involved i'm sure you're talking to different people gotta get the water yeah water and electricity well i'm going to build uh uh some nice signs and create a little area sanctuary 
then bring in the hot tubs and the sauna and all that sort of stuff and then have somebody man it just to create a nice like like we didn't have that last year at Ailey, mm. so I see that as like okay so that would be a great thing that you can go for a hot tub or you know you can book hot your hot tub's tub great at a festival mm. yeah exactly God, so, great at a festival. <laughs> so I see that as a, like an opportunity yeah. like I know the lads you gotta be clean you know <laughs> yeah even a yeah. friend's yeah. hot tub has gotta change, be clean though, change you know? the water on Sunday morning you change the water okay be a bit murky go. like yeah that'd be grand but it's class like 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 it's a platform to do these like expressions of creativity whether you're you know creating a little wellness area you're djing on the main stage it's like there's it's all our friends that are involved that are doing all these different bits you know so like it's that's an amazing feeling that like no matter where you turn on the weekend you know whatever you're touching or here and like you know it's one of your mates that have created that you know so that that that's that's a fantastic feeling like like that was the flow of it last year it was like it was so many people that were there were performing as well or adding something to it that it you didn't it was just such a blend between you know people being involved in the festival and people actually attending the festival it was just like it was very fluid like so that it was an amazing you know way of just expressing yourself you know and like last year like i hadn't been i doing a bit of djing before it but like i performed at the booch bar and then i got a few other opportunities to perform during the weekend and sure after that like my whole expression for music like had just like blown up and like that was when i was like sound i'm going into music now and i'm going to focus on that for like the few months but like sure we're a few months later now we have the dj collective and we're gigging regularly so it's amazing to see that little spark by being given a platform and see where that brings you so mm. it'll be cool to meet up with people this year that like got the spark last year and just be like oh, what are you up to now it's yeah like, yeah geez mm. you've gone far like so and uh how many people are in the collective then that's a that's a good question it's grown a lot actually the last because it started off with seven of us coming mm. out of the last halo and that quickly swelled then to i mean now we're doing like our nights our nights in the Thaiviark like that which has kind of become our our spiritual home throughout the year the Thai I mean, work for people that don't know the Thai work for people that don't know is Ireland's national Irish language theatre is it it I, is I didn't know it was national national one. yeah it's Ireland's national I well sure Galway is the universal capital of the Irish language so it makes sense that we would have the the, the theatre for it here too and they have a very wonderful kind of a bar cafe area that was done up in recent times and they've opened it to I guess alternative events like yeah. ours and it just works very well now we've done other events like uh, we, we did a, a great one in uh, Cook's Thatch Bar for Paddy's and we've been up in Clifton also and obviously we're going global with this but we, uh, the Thive Arc is where we where we keep coming back to and we're seeing a lot of let's refract next <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> Schlipp is uh, setting the place up for us and uh, yeah so we're we're, we're we're coming back to the Thive Arc actually our, our our next one's only there um, at the end of this week and like we're now comfortably filling that yeah. and that's 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 a capacity of what would you say kegs maybe 80 people 80 yeah 80 about there, thereabouts and and we can already feel that the community is growing and growing as word is getting out as people are hearing what it is we're about what are the 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 principles that we have it based on and also the fact that we're leaning hard into this whole much is the same as Alu, where it's the kind of thing where anyone can be involved yeah, yeah. you know you want to come you want to express yourself mighty you want to do this yourself come along to the mix-ups we'll teach you how it's done you know like again there is no gatekeeping it is for everyone yeah. anyone can dj so 
give it a go yeah and it's great actually it's strange how COVID has kind of facilitated this underground growth because the big clubs have, have closed down but now you have there was there was fuck all in Cook's Touch Bar when I was in Galway when I was younger right. or the Tyviac you know Oris Nagale all these different places that kind of host kind of club nights that were never there before mm. um, so that it gives you you know gives you a kind of pick of the bunch because you might be fighting over you're not going to bring something like that really to the GPO or Karma it might not be suitable to what you're doing mm. but like smaller club night or places would be open to it absolutely yeah it, it, and it is you're right it is it is kind of a strange thing because you know there are no clubs left at the moment you know there's maybe there's maybe what there's DNA and and that's great for the kids let them have that but for for the rest of the scene there's nothing there's nothing else really going on so what you've what you've noticed now is over the last few years it's the it's the underground scene and all the various collectives yeah. that have picked up the slack that are running the events that are providing these spaces so it's kind of a good thing in one sense in that like you said it's given it's given us the opportunity to actually step up and do this mm. but this has been born out of a very real need for spaces and nights like that in the city which aren't being provided otherwise at the moment yeah i think it's way better yeah it's great it's almost like a breath of fresh air as yeah. far as the galway scene because like you know i've said it before on the podcast like i feel galway is kind of in its death throes of what it used to be Ooh, it's not out. it's not like <laughs> probably because i'm an old man now but like it's because <laughs> when i was 18 Turkey it was fucking great now, crack Jesus, like and now it's just kind of it seems like it's like like a seaside town that you know like old you know how salt hill is it kind of just seems a little bit kind of like you know it's had its day but it seems like you guys are like breathing more life back into galway and filling its lungs back up and it's just great to hear you know yeah thanks Evan 100% and it's because like with the big clubs that were there you know Carbon Electric and Halo or whatever it was was, to become a resident there to play tunes there was very hard and that's where everybody's going to listen to music of course yeah to become that DJ that you know there's 150 people in Electric on a whatever Saturday night become that person that's playing behind there is like very hard of course it's it's just it's, it's, it's hard to get up to that space but with the underground scene now there's there's a lot of groups you know that are given opportunity to local djs to play including ourselves like like that's where i see y'all guys is like you know this is an opportunity to you know bring loads of djs through and the way i see it is like the more djs there are in the town the more parties are going to be the more yeah then the the nightlife is going to be is going to be thriving like we're going to find places to throw parties like you know because there'll just be so many people that want to play yeah create names instead of getting names from elsewhere to come in because for a long time there wasn't a you know homogenous scene in Galway for a mm. long time I'd say yeah definitely it's great it's wonderful to see it you know yeah and then you the, love to see it the second step of our project is going to be creating music so like releasing under the Ola Collective mm. so you know we're going to be like like learning ourselves how to make tunes obviously Dara's able to make tunes already but you know we're all like focusing on like the next step is to be creating tunes because like that's really how you get recognized so like if you have more people creating electronic music in Galway that's just going to make the scene even better so you know five years from now we'll see we'll see how we got on like you know the Elu Lugra label yeah. and uh, like initiation into your log is it like Freemason kind of stuff yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you have to run naked through shop street yeah with the brick around yeah. your mickey and all the other <laughs> all-log lads paddling you you are worthy you <laughs> <Your> flag. <laughs> <Your> flag. <laughs> what's that eye what's that mason eye what's that one 
the Freemason. The thing that's on the Merchants Institution. Or get that shit tattooed on you. Yeah, the Mechanics Institution town. Oh yeah, there is a Freemason thing in town. There on down on the down on the fucking Flood Street, isn't it? No way. Down on the bridge, the woolen, the mills. My friend Mulligan used to live right next to there. It's a it's a Mechanics Instrument. And it's on the mechanics institute. Yeah, you know, yeah, like the fucking the compass and the ruler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a kind of the old it's on the side of a building in Galway. Mm. Anyway, mechanics institute. Is that what it How is? How many times do I have to say it? Oh yeah, okay. Sorry. There's a, there's a, there's, there's a few <laughs> curious spots like that. Like even actually out in out in Ballyglunan, where Elu Le Gras takes place. Like I like I was telling my grandfather about this, and he's like, "Where where is it? You're 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 doing it?" And I was telling him about the spot, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's that old that old." Uh, the old because uh, it's it's a it's like a is it a 15th century 16th century old kind of a manor and like, it's a beautiful yeah. out there like the, the site itself is gorgeous it's a domain actually i was googling it there during the week so why is it why is it called? well well just my, my grandfather thought it was interesting because yeah. he back in his day and um, that's where opus day were Ooh, Ooh, yeah, opus day yeah, opus day they're a great bunch of lads uh well well he, he i mean, <laughs> I mean he, he, he thought they he, he thought they were gas he used to go out to retreats out there and, and with the Opus Dei yeah with Opus Dei I know <laughs> what I know, year I know. was this oh this, this would have been back in like the 60s like way way back and yeah right but it, but just it, it was just kind of a, a funny sense of it kind of coming full circle yeah uh, it's just a, it's another it's another crowd who've moved in there but funky energy out funky there, energy yeah. <laughs> so you're a cult lads is that <laughs> it <laughs> so what are you they didn't deny it what is define, define a cult define yeah. a cult you know we have symbols who's the leader we have, we, we have symbols we have tunes here have some Kool-Aid yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, going forward for Elie Le Gras, number three what are you looking forward to most it's a bit of a broad question Ooh. I'd say just the the amount of people that are I kind of caught wind to, to it from last year just I just just so many interesting creatives and good people that'll be out there. I'm just I'm just looking forward to just walking around on the Saturday morning and just like, you know, having a can and having a bit of breakfast and just like seeing the absolute shenanigans that's gonna be going on because it's gonna be like last year was yeah, last year was class and mad and wild and beautiful. Like I just think now it's just it's getting a serious injection of life this year in terms of like the lineup, all the, all the other creatives from Ireland that were kind of heard about it last year that probably didn't show up, like they're everybody's going to be there this year. So um, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know? And it's just going to be class that our our group is going to be at at the core organizational team and creatives behind the project. So like you know, it'll be you know Monday morning we'll be happy out when it all goes goes to plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd say I'm, I'm looking forward to just, just seeing everyone there again. You know, I think like part of what makes Ailu the Gras work is that it's because it's not a huge, massive festival with thousands and thousands of people. Like it, like it actually feels very much like a community and everyone there is kind of like your family for, you know, for the weekend and even beyond. But to actually kind of like what Kegs t- touched on earlier, like to actually like reunite with everyone again. And be like, oh, how are you going? You know, what have you been up to? What's the crack? And yeah, to kind yeah. of like have that sense of everyone coming back together to to do this amazing thing. And all of, I mean, sure, you, you could never predict the magic and the randomness that comes out of it then. Uh, but it seems like with all of the hard work that Tommy and Evan and Dahi and Kegs and everyone are putting into it now, 
like it really really feels like this is going to be a special year and they have Axel Bowman and I'm a huge fan of his and he's sure to be putting out a hell of a set at the end mm-hmm. yeah he, he's headlining isn't it mm-hmm. yes that's right yeah this is a musician yes uh, no, yeah DJ. yeah he's an he's a he's a he's an electronic uh, uh musician a dj producer artist yeah. chap but he's uh he's really nice yeah fantastic it's, it, it's not all like you know like boom 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 like his music has a lot of yeah uh, a lot of you could say there's a lot of soul in it and he like you pick a lot of sounds from around the world and mm-hmm. there's very much a sense of being taken on a journey so it's perfect for alien that's great so um just to wrap it up where can people find you and the stuff you're doing and where you can find tickets for Elu Legra. Uh well tickets for Elu Legra are Elugra.ie. Uh so that's where you can get the Elu Legra tickets. Uh so get in, get them now because they're gonna be selling out fast, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um and you can find me at at Kegs the Creator on Instagram and that's my own personal stuff for just like all the building stuff, the DJ, just kind of promotion of like what I'm at. And then at All About Kombucha for the Instagram, allaboutkombucha.ie, cans delivered nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> They're gorgeous. Come to Centra near you. Yeah. <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> and, uh, th- and then I, I, as for myself, I guess, well, for, for, for my own kind of, for the live electronic psychedelic shtick, that's all on my, on my Instagram and on YouTube as Fluid Druid. And then also would definitely want to give a mention if you look for the Yawlag Collective on Instagram or YouTube, you'll yep. find all of the stuff that we're doing there in terms of the events and the mix meetups and all of that crack. And there's a real sense that, you know, this exponential momentum, you know, it's only really going one direction right now. And there's never a bad time to jump on. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find us at the Schnug Podcast with a H. Yeah, uh, yeah you know where to find uh, us. If you're listening to this, you know where to find us. Uh, yeah, but no harm. No harm. Yeah, huh? no harm. Yeah, may as well. Yeah. Uh, lads, thanks so much. Thanks a million Guys, for having us. For really having appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Lovely. lads. Yeah. I, 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 fair play to you, but I've, I actually have been listening to this podcast since way before this idea was even floated. I think it's wonderful serious? what you're oh. doing, getting different heads from around the town in. Yeah, you're very kind. You're very kind. Yeah. Thanks well, very much. Well done. All right. Yeah. Good. See you later. Enjoy yourselves. Good luck. Slide the ball.